All right. Hello, Chillinois. One of the things that the Illinois cannabis industry is lacking is, well, competition, first of all, but second of all, um, an educational slash communal experience. And I think that uh, our guest today um, potentially will be able to provide um, opportunities to address all of those things. That was a rough way of saying that uh, prescribed our guest today um, has a lot of really cool things going on in the Illinois cannabis industry. So, um, you know, instead of me <laughs> stumbling my way through a description, why don't I have Charles introduce himself and tell us a little bit more about prescribed. Welcome to the Chillinois podcast, Charles. Thanks, Cole. Uh, yeah, grateful to be here. Yeah, so Charles, tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and then maybe transition into telling us about Prescribed. Sure. Um, maybe I'll give a short version, and then maybe you'll decide if we go on the long version. <laughs> sure. So, uh, yeah, my name's Charles. Um, I'm a, I guess I'd be classified as an original technology entrepreneur. So I got in, uh, started my first business almost, uh, geez, 20, 22 years ago. Uh, out of the south side of Chicago back when I was in college. And uh, that led one thing to another and got into indoor agriculture actually back in 2010, 2011, when I had a friend come to me and say, hey, you know, uh, I'm going to start a company and we're going to grow lettuce inside of shipping containers. Do you want to invest? And at that point, my, my answer was like, not really. But he was a friend, got involved in it, uh, was a lot of fun, and found that there were a lot of similarities between uh, growing plants indoors to running uh, data centers and server rooms uh, from the technology and yeah, telecommunication space. So started doing that. We found out that growing lettuce is really hard. You know, compete, you know everyone's always talked about growing indoors versus growing outdoors. Well, when you're in the world of lettuce, you're playing with a product that's 98% water, has very little taste, and is usually used as a garnish that's put in a burger with ketchup, mustard, mayo, and all sorts of other toppings, and people can't even taste it. So getting into right. 2015 and 16, we looked at each other and we were like, we got to find something else to do. <laughs> and the first thing was, what is the most expensive plant that's being grown indoors? And one thing to another got us the cannabis. And... Here I am today. So you went from lettuce to the devil's lettuce. Yeah, I guess you could say it that way. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I, I say that jokingly uh, just because it was an easy joke. But that's a really cool story, you know. I didn't mean to cut you off oh, there no, if no, you were about oh, to say Oh, no, 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 no. That's fine. I mean, it's, you know, there's lots of funny stories. I'll, I'll tell you one that's a little fascinating. So um, I'm a middle child, and I'm of Asian descent, and... You may or may not know, but, you know, there's a portion of Asian culture where it's all about getting good grades, getting good test scores. And if you don't go, if you go to Harvard, if you don't get into Harvard, you're a complete loser. I think people have called that like tiger parenting or whatever on that, but that's the world I come from. And in my family, like my mom has a PhD, my dad has a PhD, every you know, cousin and in-law is either a doctor or a degreed engineer or something on that side. And it was a fascinating story where, you know, I, I went to school in Chicago, which is considered a really good school. But again, amongst my family circles, it was like, oh, this guy's a black sheep. You know, he's, he's partying. <laughs> he, he's doing crazy things. 
So if you can imagine 20 years ago, um, I'm living in the south side of Chicago and I start my technology company. And at the time, you know, this was like 1999, 2000. So the internet was the new, new thing, right? It's almost like what cannabis is today. But think of like your conservative Asian parents. The black sheep son is in the south side of Chicago. His grades start dropping. He starts speaking in acronyms because, you know, technology has its own little nomenclature they don't understand. <laughs> And all of a sudden he has money. So back then, 22 years ago, you know, they actually did an intervention on me. <laughs> they get, wow. hey, are you actually selling drugs? And, you know, what's funny now is full circle, right? 20 years later, uh, I got called out by my younger brother. And, you know, he's a great guy uh, and everything, but he's like that tried and true guy, right? You know, he yep. went to Princeton, he got his engineering degree, he's worked at the same job, he's got his advanced degree. You know, it's, it's like, He's stereotypical, uh, perfect person. He called me out. He's like, you know, now that it's legal, we knew all along what you were trying to do. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go figure. But no, you know, it, for me at least, I'm a big believer um, of the value of what the plant can do. And between that and I actually, you know, growing up or going to school and living in the south side of Chicago, I became very acutely aware of how uh, things like a plant could be weaponized um, and used in ways that it wasn't meant to be used, if that makes any sense. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think an easy example to piggyback off of what you're saying is the fact that uh, law enforcement is still to this day able to get people in trouble for simply having plant matter in their pocket. In other words, if you're possessing cannabis... Um, you can still get in trouble to this day, even in the state of Illinois. It, you know, technically speaking, we just decriminalize certain possession limits, right? So if you exceed those limits, you can still get in trouble. And like I say, that's an example, in my opinion, of the police kind of weaponizing the plant, criminalizing the the population, and it's it's really sick, you know. Well, but, no, uh, I mean, it's, it, the reality is it was awful. Like back when, you know, I mean, I was in the south side of Chicago, uh, you know, call it from 1998. And I lived there till in various spots, uh, you know, in Hyde Park and Bronzeville, all those areas till probably about 2010, 2011. And what was fascinating was, you know, everyone hears about, right, corporate KPIs. We want to be tough on crime and all that. So that inevitably translates into metrics of how many drug related arrests can we make? you know, what percentage of people, like drug people are we taking off the street? And if you look at it, and I, I don't think anyone meant to do this, but sometimes when systems are designed, I mean, rules are rules, right? So people are right. always gonna optimize. The easiest thing for, you know, a police officer or a district, because they had to hit arrest numbers or booking numbers, the easiest people to arrest were uh, marijuana users because they're generally nonviolent. They're kind of happy and they're just kind of wandering around. Right. Right. So it's like, do I want to go after the heroin addict or the crack dealer? No, that guy might have a gun. Let me go find the marijuana guy and just book them. And yeah, no, it was, yeah. Some of the stuff that's happened has been a little crazy. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Well, um, you know, uh, I don't want to get too far into this with with neglecting to say you. So you mentioned you have a prescribed Facebook group. You're also on Instagram at prescribed, correct? Yeah. I mean, uh, so I'll tell you a little bit about us. Sure. So I decided, so after being in technology, 
I personally just fell in love with the plants and the growing and not just the plants and the growing, but the experience that people get from interacting with the plants and also uh, the experience people get when consuming the various aspects of the plant that actually help solve real problems, such as anxiety, pain, things like that, and as a much better solution towards uh, actual opioids or prescription uh, drugs, which you know, have their own set of issues. So that's what I really got into. And after being on the technology side, when Illinois, uh, you know, going back to 2018, everyone knew the writing was on the wall, right? Uh, right. Pritzker ran on legalization. The hemp bill was uh, coming through for nationwide legalization. I actually uh, stepped away from the technology company to uh, go focus more on plant stuff. Uh, the technology company has uh, continued to do well. Today, they're actually, uh, they went public on NASDAQ uh, back uh, earlier this year. So, you know, I mean, it, it, it's done well and everything. And I'm excited that I was able to be part of a formation of something. But I really just wanted to kind of get into the plant and get into, well, well not just the plant, but the plant and communicating those effects to uh, the larger crowd. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, that, you know, our traditional cannabis user crowd is not where the market's at. I mean, you know, I, it's great, right? You know, we all have our stories, but there's a much larger group, I feel, uh, a world where holistic medicine or plant-based type uh, medicinal therapies uh, can actually be very beneficial. And it beats the heck out of, uh, you know, prescription opioids and those sorts yeah. of things. So, yeah, that's kind of, you know, what my passion is. And really what I found is, you know, I, I guess I think a lot of it is because of, you know, the war on drugs and, you know, everyone's always been secretive about the growing side. But I, I've really developed a passion towards I want, you know, and I guess this started with our local agriculture. Right? We were growing lettuce locally, giving, you know, kids uh, trips and everything like that. I think today for most of us, we're so used to packaged products. So it's like. I might have never seen a live chicken with a feather, but I've just eaten chicken patties or, you know, I, right. I, I, I don't know what like a vegetable actually looks like. And, you know, you see that stuff with, you know, every vegetable or every fruit you get looks perfect, but in the wild, you know, outside of the factory farm, um, you know, apples have bumps on them, you know, bananas aren't perfectly right. round, you know, and all that. So I, I've really got a passion for uh, just kind of educating people and showing these techniques that I, I don't want to make it sound like they're non-trivial, but people just need to have awareness. And I, I, for me, it's exciting just to kind of share, like, this is how a plant's grown. This is what you can do. Well, and there's not only one way to do it. There's like different ways and different ways to do different things. And, you know, be on the plant side here now comes the finishing process, the extraction process, the infusion, you know, all of those things, just so people can get more awareness of the stuff they're putting in their body. Because I mean, these are, you know, products or solutions or things that go in and have an effect. So you kind of want to right. know what what's going on. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't want to come across as like, a, you know, some like hippie. <laughs> no, no, I definitely agree. And I think that like, you know, I you recognize see... capitalism too, but I, I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I think I think yeah. we maybe started to lag for a second with Zoom. Oh. I was just going to say that I was I was just relating to what you were saying about um, really understanding and seeing the product before it reaches its final form. Because like the first time I grew, for example, um, you know, you, 
if you do it right, I'm going to pat myself on the back for a little bit. Um, you're, you know, you, you find yourself with massive top colas, right? They mm-hmm. can barely support themselves as, at times. Um, and by that, I mean, they're like so heavy, top heavy. They're like almost falling over on themselves. Mm-hmm. And then, then when you actually break that down after the drying and curing process, like to, to see like, oh, this is what, like, if I go to the dispensary, this is how I end up with this final product, right? Because yeah. oftentimes people don't realize that, like, the several nugs that they get might actually be part of the same nug, for example. You oh, know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just was relating to you on that. And I apologize. I think Zoom uh, lagged, so I feel like you were about to say something else. And I... Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's fine. I mean, it, it, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I look at my kids. Today we live in a world of DoorDash. You know, so, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, you know, my grandpa would say, hey, you know, I grew up on a farm and I had to walk backwards blinding in the snow both ways. But, you know, like, like there were some things where, like, they had chickens and the chickens would lay eggs and, like, they would take those eggs and they would know how to do things or, you know, maybe there was an animal that ended up getting, you know, killed and, you know, like, they, they, they knew how to do all these sorts of things, right? Right. And by the time I was growing up, you know, we had grocery stores with our with my kids these days. They literally what they got a phone, they press a button, you know, a package comes up in a sandwich. I mean, they, they don't see any of this stuff. Right. And I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Wally, you know, yeah. where like you got like all the people are like flying around all they got are straws of feeding tubes. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm just very passionate about like it's not just. You just don't want to get fed something. You, you want to know what's going in your body. You want to know that you can do these things. You want to know how you can do those other sorts of things because there's yeah. so much product innovation. I mean, just even, you know, you look at like the curing methods. There's like 10 different ways to cure things. Uh, and if I'm going to cure things or produce a product that's going to get blasted into distillate to go into an edible, I do one way. If I want to do like more of like a butter product, maybe I want to do another way. I freeze things. I mean, like there's just so many cool ways to do things and uh, offer the stuff that, I, I I don't know. I mean, you can see I'm getting excited because <laughs> yeah. I'm passionate about all this stuff. But well, it, it's just fun for me. Yeah. Uh, tell us about some of the opportunities that you guys have to teach about some of these things. Because, I mean, one of the things I saw that you guys did in the past was a clone day. So you kind of showed people how to make clones. Um, it was really cool. I've seen bits and pieces of the tour you do. And um, I'm hoping to go on one uh, one of these days. We'll, we'll line that up. Um, oh, yeah. That'd be great. But yeah, tell us a little bit about the opportunities that you have for Illinois consumers, because that's kind of what I started the show off with. Like, I really feel like, besides the fact that, and we, we can talk about this, like that, you said you still, uh, you still have your hat in the ring, right, for a craft grow license. Is that correct? Yeah, we have. Uh, we're part of. If you can, I don't want to say a co-op might be the. A co-op might sound formal, but we're part of a group of call it potential applicants sure that have all pooled our resources together and you know basically told each other hey you know as this process got more and more goofy and stuff like that no one person was going to win it all and even if one person did you know we'd have to yeah compete we're seeing we're seeing yeah. that play out all over the state but i i didn't mean i didn't mean to get so much into that i meant to oh, see okay. i meant to say like not only are you possibly bringing you know, some quality craft cannabis to the state, but you're also, um, like the fact that you even have tours of your facility, like that's something that not, I mean, 
we're starting to see our friends at grownin.com, for example, go on tours of facilities. I've been invited on tours of facilities before, but the point that I'm trying to make is that it's not something that's as accessible as you've been making it. So I wanted to commend you on that, but I also wanted to give you an opportunity to tell us about maybe some things that are coming up uh, or things that are in the works, you know, for... Oh, for sure, no, no, I, I, yeah, I'd love to share that. So, I don't know, um, are you into outdoor stuff at all, Cole? Uh, you mean like outdoor growing or like yeah, just, just being like outdoors? camping or camping, yeah, yeah, for sure. Fun, for sure. fishing, all that. So I got this idea. So I don't know if you've ever been to Springfield, Missouri, but, uh, that's where, uh, the Bass Pro Shops, you're familiar with Bass Pro, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where actually the Bass Pro Shops, like they built this, like their first, uh, superstore that, you know, there's a museum, like this thing is beautiful. And it's literally in the middle of nowhere as well. Springfield's not compared to what we know in Illinois, you know, Springfield's like a little rinky place, <laughs> but it's literally in the middle of nowhere and millions of people will fly in just to see this thing because it's just a Mecca of outdoor fun, experiential and everything that, you know, we product in with the usage and all that. I mean, and they've gone, I mean, Bass Pro is huge now, right? I mean, sure. if you go to Memphis, they've literally built a pyramid out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the idea we have is, you know, I, I call it, there was Cannabis 1.0. And Cannabis 1.0 was, hey, this is kind of cool. I can go to some place and buy this stuff, and I'm not going to get busted by the cops. Right. And I feel that's most of Illinois right now. And if you just look at the dispensary experience, I mean, to be honest, it, it, it kind of sucks. Right. I mean, if I'm lucky, I get to interact with an iPad and scroll through <laughs> some pictures. You know, sometimes it's, you know, depending on where I'm going, maybe it's just even a piece of paper. I see some empty jars. And then, right, I go look at my iPad, I push a button, and then after pushing my button, I walk into a second room. I'm given the sealed container that's in this little bag that I can't even open. I can't even look at my product. And then I go to the car, I look at what I got, and I'm like, okay, well, did this work, or do I like this or not? It, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just sucks. Yeah. And, I mean, your, your, your Reddit thread is incredible. I mean, because it provides people something, because otherwise people are just shooting in the dark. But yeah. still, I don't want to diminish. I mean, the reviews are great. I read them. I think they're wonderful. But like looking at a picture of something and reading something on the internet, it's not the same as actually kind of experiencing it. Oh, yeah, not sense? at all. Not at all. I was going to summarize the experience into my impression of a mafioso where it's like, you come in here, you pick out what you want, you get it, you get the fuck out, you don't like it, fuck you, come back, pay more. Yeah, no, no, exactly. That's what it is. So, you know, compare that against, I mean, imagine if you were trying to buy your camping gear, right? Maybe I want to take my kid canoeing and I got to figure out, you know, what canoe I'm going to get, what life jacket I'm going to get, what mm -hmm. back pouch, you know, like all these little things. But I actually couldn't go to a Bass Pro Shop and like try it on for size and maybe like pat a little around. You know, I just had to go, you know, drop a bunch of money for this and kind of poke at some works. pictures on the internet and hope it works and you know the problem is when you buy this stuff you can't really take it back right you're gonna you know, open you know smoke half your resin and say oh i didn't like i mean you, you yeah. can't do those sorts of things so we wanted to create like an immersive experience and that's kind of the idea of what we've done where you know it, it's amazing like there's so many people out there and you know it kind of reminds I, I guess i'm not surprised but there are people who it's like they're they love cannabis they've used it they enjoy it but they've never actually seen a live plant Right. or they've never actually bucked a flower or they've never, you know, looked at a clone. And 
I mean, I, I don't want to make it sound like you have to become a master grower just to consume cannabis, but I think, you know, and this isn't even just people who are consumers. These are people in the industry. I mean, yeah. it, it's amazing where it's like, how can you work at a dispensary but have never like touched a seen, plant? Yeah, yeah, touched a plant or you know chopped a cola down or anything like that. I mean, it's it, it's one of those things that it's we just want to do it. It's it's so cool. Like once you get people in that environment and then they see it and then they really like put two and two together and say, wow, okay, this step causes this, and that's why this flower might be a little weird because they didn't do this or maybe they did this. And that's why this flower is so much better or, you know, right. this cartridge has, you know, these other sorts of, you know, I mean, it, it goes on and on, but it's for me, at least it's just really cool. Like, you know, we just had, uh, we've never done this before, but we decided to throw a harvest party. And, you know, some people are like, haha, you know, you trick the people coming in to kind of go trim and whatever for you. I was like, no, actually <laughs> it, it, it's not, it, yeah, th th that is the theory, but all the choreography and, the training and everything. And then, you know, I mean, people for the first time, they're destroying your flower anyways. But like, <laughs> regardless, we had like over 80 people uh, show up yesterday at our place. And, you know, they had, we had waves of people, but, you know, people got to walk in, they got to like look at a uh, flowered plant. They got to like chop off some colas, tear down the trellis, you know, move these things. Like, and for a lot of people, I mean, when you look at a harvested plant, I mean, this thing could be like four and a half, five feet tall, you know what I mean? Right. They get kind of big and heavy. And, like, people just loved it. And then they, like, took that. And then we also had some, like, stuff that had dried. And they got to, like, cut, you know, cut off some of the colas and buck. And then some people trimmed. And, I mean, you know, it, it got old pretty quick, right? After about 15, 20 minutes, the novelty sure. wears off. They're like, okay, I, I'm done trimming. But, like, it, it, it was just so cool. And people loved it. I mean, it, I, I don't know. For, for me, it You're was so just, right. For the, for the first 15 minutes, I've had friends come over. And I'm like, hey, you want to help me trim? And they're like, oh, my God, I've never done this before. And for the first 15 minutes, they're like, this is so crazy. This is so cool. I can't believe this is how the sauce is made. And then they're like, oh, wait, hey, are you going to pay me for this? Because I just realized this is like really, this is manual labor. This is actually pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, so literally we joke, you know, it's not about the 15 minutes. It's you come to our place because we're going to, after you've made the mess, we're going to yeah. clean up the mess for you <laughs> without leaving all the trim and all the resin and everything. You right. know, in your in your living room where, you know, your wife or your girlfriend will just want to, you know, beat you up. Exactly. <laughs> You're making a mess. Exactly. Yeah, so that's really cool. How can uh how can people um like stay tuned or, or watch for these events? I mean, I assume they can follow and folks will have the handles in the podcast description. It's at prescribed on Instagram. That's P R E S C R I B D. Um, again, that'll be in the podcast description if you just want to copy and paste it into your Instagram app or, uh, they're on Facebook as well. Is that just prescribed Charles? Yeah. 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 Prescribed fine on Facebook. Um, awesome. you know, it's, it's fascinating. We're still, you know, to be honest, we're still figuring things out. So we're not like a big corporate brand, like a GTI or a Cresco or a Pharmacan or anything like that. You know, we're still in our early stages and this started, I mean, I'll give you the backstory of how this started. This actually started as part of our craft grow application process. Yeah. So if you go back in time, what, almost two years ago, the market was a different thing where it was like, hey, if you build it and you can go fast, you know, you remember back last year, um, you know, people were just waiting in line to get product. Right. What happened with us and why we're doing this, because what we're doing is not normal, and I'll explain why. What happened with us was, you know, we built out called the brains of our facility. 
And the plan was once the license came through, we were going to go bust out the walls, just expand, 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 and then, you know, be first market with craft flour. Um, with the delay, the landlord was like, hey, I'm not going to keep the building empty. So you're going to buy it or you going to lease it or going to rent it out. And we're like, we can't do anything. So what actually happened was the rest of our building got rented out and our, call it, nucleus of our craft grow operations is effectively just stuck. So what we did was, you know, obviously as things have evolved and everything like that, we had to come up with a new plan. And the issue you have with these facilities is you can't just like move them because once you've built everything, it's kind of there. Yeah. So what we're, yeah, I mean, so it's a new thing we're doing. Um, we've started with, you know, a few events and our plan is, I mean, I would like to make this, you know, I mean, we're in the Southwest Cook County suburbs. So it's a little suburb called Bridgeview. It's right by uh, two major highways. Our plan is, you know, we want to do lots of these events. We want to open it to the public and, you know, show something truly unique, which is, you know, how do you really get hands on into the growing process or the processing process or the finishing process and just make it available to the public, you know, make it a, make it a great experience. Sweet. Well, Hey man, you know, when those things come up, uh, let me know, you know, and I'll, I'll share the flyer or I'll share the information on Chillinois or on this podcast or on our subreddit, you know. I think that a lot of people listening right now, including myself, um, are really excited that you're even offering this opportunity. I mean, for somebody to be able to just dip their you know toes in the water with regard to trimming cannabis, right? Like that's a huge experience that um, while, like you say, after fi- 15 minutes, you kind of get it. It's a huge experience towards your understanding of the plant. I mean, like you say, this it's almost... It's almost priceless. Speaking of priceless, does it cost to go on your tours or like how does the, is it first come first serve? How does it generally work? I know you said you're still figuring it out, but. So um, what happens is as we're still developing what we call these tour experiential concepts. Yeah. So when we're in that development stage, if you come in early, you know, we don't charge because we're still figuring out details or we'll charge like a nominal fee because we're getting a little oversubscribed. So, you know, we might charge you like five bucks or 10 bucks so we can sure. cover, you know, drinks and, you know, people need things that they throw away and they break and stuff like that. Um, after we finalize the thing, we will then, you know, people do have to pay. So, sure. you know, right sure. now our call it basic cultivation tour, um, uh, it, it's being listed on Groupon. So it's, I think it's like, you know, 99 bucks normally, but you can get it at Groupon for like half off, so for 49 bucks. But I think for people, and you know, I'd say that's more the general public. For people who would actually be listening to the podcast, we're actually uh, practicing and coming up with new concept classes. So uh, we're thinking, actually, you mentioned cloning. I'm going to be probably doing another clonathon. So maybe we can invite uh, people uh, from the thread or podcast listeners to join our uh, clonathon. Yeah. Um, we might be playing around with maybe another couple harvest days because you know it, it takes a few times to really get the to really Flow. get the choreography right because i mean if you think about this it's one thing to say oh let's go clone but we want people to come and we're you know it's, it's like we're creating a it's almost like a museum or like going to disneyland yep. or you know call it cannabis land right it, it's got to be like a fun experience where someone would say hey let's get a bunch of friends or maybe i'll take a date on this or you know this is like a girl's night out or uh, you know that's what we're trying to do so like we, we've got to kind of work through some of the kinks yep. so yeah we, we've got 
you know, we, we tried this harvest idea, this harvest day concept. It went pretty well. We're probably going to do a few more of those. So we'll do those free. Challenge always is you've got to actually coordinate with harvest. <laughs> you got to get the plants ready. Sure. Um, we'll be doing, I, I think a clonathon would be fun. Maybe we'll be tying in like a transplant day. So you'd come to the clonathon and then two or three weeks later, you come in and you take your clone and you transplant it and you can, you know, take it home and grow it or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, so, so we've got, we're testing, we're coming up with some experiments and for now it's going to be, uh, you know, free or open to friends or people who are in the industry. And as we figure it out, you know, then, you know, the general public, uh, eventually, you know, we probably would charge for it or come up with some uh, answer for that. Awesome. Well, that's so cool, so, man. Like I say, I know that a lot of people listening are really going to be really excited. So, um, folks, stay tuned for a continued relationship between Prescribed and Chillinois. We'll be sure to facilitate, um, you know, dates and stuff when that comes up so that if you are interested, we'll, ho- we'll hook you up, you know. Um, so, and yeah, Charles, just, you know, uh, even though we're live on the podcast right now, just so you know, yeah, never hesitate to shoot me a message or whatever. And if I can help in any way uh, to... Um, you get what I'm saying. I, I just really see the benefit for our community on this. And so if I can help facilitate any of these experiences or opportunities, you just reached out, reach out, man. And I'm, I'm, I'll pump out the message. I always like to say that Chillinois is the air horn for the people. Um, I wish I could come up with a better way of saying what I mean to say, which is that, you know, we're just, we're trying to elevate good information and good dialogue so that people can, uh, take the information and run with it as, as they uh, please, you know? So no, definitely. And, and I'll just drop a final little nugget. So, you know, we've been talking about grow and the licensing process is moving forward, but uh, one of our members in our college cooperative group actually, uh, you know, so we, we now have an infusion license. Nice. And if you, Congrats. Can, if you can think of, Oh, thank you. If you can think of 2.0, as we get these grow tours and everything, our next idea is to actually do like a kitchen. So you could do, you know, like a pampered chef, well, not pampered chef, but you know how like you can go to like those cooking classes and go cook sushi or go like chop things up or whatever. You know, our idea is to kind of have a kitchen and then, you know, we could teach you how to actually really infuse cannabis in like a commercial infusion kitchen. And yeah, I mean, like, so it's not just growing plants for everyone here, but, you know, our plan is to really create the entire soup to nuts experience. You could go to like the clonathon, you could go to the transplant. I don't know, the, the, the transplant day, you could come to the harvest day, you could come to the, you know, cookie infusion day or the sauce day and everything. And yeah, I mean, that's ultimately what we want to create. Um, to just make, you know, Cannabis 2.0 much more pleasant and fun for everyone. Hell yeah. I love it. Cannabis 2.0. That's uh, something to look forward to, man, because Cannabis 1.0, I don't know, there's bugs in this version. I'm, It's, it's a little buggy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Awesome. unintended for the people that have seen what we've posted on our Instagram. Um, so Charles, thank you, uh, so much for, uh, coming on air. Hey, I meant to ask you, you know, we, we mentioned your Instagram and Facebook. Is there a prescribed website as well? Oh uh, yeah. You can go to prescribed, uh, P R E S C R I B D.com. Um, in our case, we haven't, you know, we, we were so involved in the growth, you know, I mean, we're not, marketers per se we're more like techie grower guys that love the plants and stuff so our branding still not quite there yet um 
and you'll see the website is kind of basic. Our Instagram is okay. Uh, hopefully, over the next three to six months, while we work through these tours and these experiences, we'll then go kind of do a refresh of the brand to make it look okay. But right now, if you come, um, I mean, we even had a little joke. We had our uh, place listed, and we didn't even have a sign. So we'd probably get two or three calls a day from people saying, hey, I, I found your place on Google, but I I'm in this warehouse industrial park and it looks kind of sketchy where are you guys? so i mean we're, you're welcome to come visit our uh website follow us on instagram it, it's just still a little grungy just because you know we're not that big commercial company with you know massive brand dollars or whatever we're just kind of scrapping by um but yeah come check us out and follow us and you know reach out we'll be we're happy to be in the reddit community we're also in some of these facebook groups and definitely you know we're about you know i mean we're about people, you know, we're not some like faceless corporation, you know, we just want to hang out, have fun. Yeah. Charles, on that note, I can agree so much because uh, there's a, there's a tinge of grunge to our website and Instagram and everything else, but that's because we're focused on, you know, uh, informing the populace of what they need to know and stuff. So I don't think, I think that's what separates you. And, and like you say, makes you, um, somebody that people want to come and have an experience with. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to commend you on that folks. Fine. Uh, you can find them online at prescribed.com on Instagram at prescribed and on Facebook prescribed. All that's going to be in the podcast description. You can, um, definitely expect us to do more stuff with prescribed in the future. And like I say, uh, stay tuned, you know, to our social media and stuff. Cause if we hear anything, you know, that's coming up, uh, from Charles or any of the other folks that prescribed, we will we'll share it, you know, and, and make sure that you're aware because I think these cannabis cultivation tours and cannabis experience, cannabis experiences like Harvest Day, Clone Day and, you know, the possibility of infusion days and more is just so huge for this community. And like I said at the um, beginning of this episode, that's kind of what this this scene, if you will, is missing. You know, you compare it to Colorado where they have puff and paint classes and pot pot and pottery classes and you know all these uh, they've got cannabis cultivation tours and cultivation experiences like you know helping trim and stuff like that and illinois has none of that so you're filling the void thank you so much for your time today and and uh thank you for what you do awesome thanks for having me and uh hope to see you soon or hope to have you over for a tour let's let's have you drop on by man We'll make that happen. We'll definitely make that happen. Cool. All right, Chillinois. Well, uh, like I say, give this local this local group of Chillinoians uh, your support, and uh, maybe I'll see you at Prescribed one of these days. Till next time. Thanks. Bye.